Shalom Ubrach, we are up to Yuma Daf Ayin Beis. We're going to finish up from our sugi yesterday. We're talking about the threads of the Big Day Kahuna. We said that whenever the, the Torah uses the Lashon of Sheish, it means a six-fold threading. Each thread was made up of six micro-threads. Now, the Gemara today tells us that Mashzar, the Lashon Mashzar in the Pasuk, makes, tells us that each thread was made of eight. We learned that out from the Pasuk of Ayasu and it also says Mashar by the Parechas, just like by the Parechas, there was 24, because once you have 8 in one of them, then since it says Mashar, then every material in there also gets 8 times threaded. Therefore, if you have 3, you're going to have 24, just like the Parechas. Wait, why are we learning from the Parechas? Maybe we should learn from the Chet, the and the Eifoid, and over there is 28. So we have three answers why we don't learn from the Choshen and Eifoid, and we learn it from the Preches instead. Number one, we want to learn non-gold from non-gold, and the Choshen and Eifoid were made of gold. So the Gemara says, yes, but why are you learning from Preches? The Preches isn't a beggar. The Choshen and Eifoid were begodim. And Echanami, that's a good kasha. We learn it from the Avnate, which is a beggar. And it's not gold. Rav Mari gives a second answer why we don't learn out from well, how we know that's 24. Because it says Ta'asenu. By the Chayshin and the Eifoid, it says Ta'asenu, make it 28 only in these items, but not in anything else. That says Moshar. Now, uh, Rav Ashi says a third reason why we don't learn out from the Chayshin and Eifoid because over there the Pasuk says, Va'asisa. Everything should be made the same. So how are you going to make everything the same? Every material is going to have eight threads. That's not going to get you 28. You'll get 24. How are you going to divide 28 by 3? You'll get some fractional decimal situation. Therefore, we learn out from something that has 24. The Lushen Me'il, the Mishnah told us, means 12 times threaded. How do we know? From the Pasuk says, Yossi says Me'il, and then it says, we learn out from the Parechas. The Parechas was six. And Khalil is plural. That's going to be two times six, which is 12. Why don't we learn it out from the, the bells and pomegranates at the bottom of the meal? That was eight. Why are you learning it out from something that was six? This should be eight times two, 16. No, we want to learn out a Kli. From a clee. And the pomegranates and bells, that was an ornament, not a clee. Well, if I care, you want to learn from the meal to the meal. Why would you want to learn out from something that's not the meal to the meal if you, if you have something right here that you can learn from? We know to learn out from the Lushan Sheish because we had five things in our Mishnah. Well, the Gemara told us that it says Sheish five times in the Torah. One of them was for Sha'ar Begadim where it doesn't say Sheish. That is coming to include the me'il, which is going to be sheish times two, twelve. Now the chayshin and eifod were made with a twenty-eight times threading. How do we know that? From the pasuk, "Vasi zachayshin mishpat ma'ase chayshiv kemaase eifod ta'asenu zov tchilas v'agamav v'salah shorim v'sheish mazar." Four for sheish, six for. There were four times sheish. 
That's 24. Plus the gold, we're going to add four more threads for the gold that's going to land us up on 28. But the question is, why doesn't gold also get six? Which should get us to 30. So Rachel Bar Yaakov tells us, no, there's only going to be four threads of gold in the Chodesh and the Ephod. The Pesach says, the Kotzatz Psilim. Kotzatz means to split. Psilim is plural. If you take two threads and split it into each one into two, you have four. Rav Ashi says another reason. The Pasuk says, How would they run the silver through the other materials, the gold between the other materials? If they would run four threads into the two other materials, we'd have eight. We don't want eight. We, we, we said four, and we're trying to figure out why not six. So why don't you do two with two and two with one? So I'll have two, two, one, and one. Of that. You'll, then you'll have six. You can't do that because they all have to have the same equal amount of threading from the Lashon and the Pasuk Vyasi, so they, should, they all have to be equal. That's why you can't have six. That's why there's only four threads of gold, which will make the Choshen and Aphoid tallying up to 28 threads. Now, the Gemara tells us some of the guidelines for the Big Day Kahuna and things you're not allowed to do in the base of Mikdash. One of them is you're not allowed to tear the Big Day Kahuna. The Rugged Trevor says, it says, you're not even allowed to get it torn by Grama. Rechav says, okay, maybe it's saying that you should design the clothing that it shouldn't be ripped. But who says it's saying that it's an Isser to rip it? Then it would have only said, so that it would not rip. But it wouldn't have said, do not rip it. Rebbe Lozer says that anyone who loosens the Choshen from the Aphoid or removes the poles of the Oren gets Malchus from the Lashon of the Pasuk, says, who says that? It's telling me not to remove it. Maybe it's saying just to attach it strong enough that it shouldn't fall off. It doesn't say, it says, doesn't say shelo yasuru, it says lo yasuru. There's an isser of removing it. Now the Torah says that you're supposed to put uh, put the poles into the rings on the Arnakaidish and don't remove them. But it also says, Vahuva is badov betabai So it sounds like they're removing in the rings. The Gemara explains that this means that they were able to shift back and forth within the rings, but not allowed, never allowed to be removed. We have a Bryce that tells us the same thing. They could slip back and forth, but never out. When the Torah tells us the Atze Shittim were, were standing up in the Mishkan, it means that they would stand it up the way that it grows, vertically. The top of the tree up top, and the bottom of the tree down below. There's another Shita that this Pasuk is telling us that it would withstand, the Atze Shittim would hold the gold on them. Either they would nail on the gold, or it would never rotted, so the gold stayed on tight. A third shot in the Pasuk is that those beams never were removed. Those beams are there forever. Next, the Gemara tells us that the Lashon in the Pasuk is Big Day Hasrod. Why are the Big Day Kona called Big Day Hasrod? Hasrod is a Lashon of surviving, Rashi says, because the Gemara explains that the Big Day Kahuna were Mechapar and everybody, and if not for them, then no one would be left, no one would survive of Klai Yisrael. Now, Shmuel Bar Nachmini says something interesting about the Big Day Kahuna. It was woven as a complete beged. Once it was taken off of the loom, it was 100% ready to roll, except for one little piece at the end, which needed to, to be finished with a needle. 
And the Gemara says, wait, but you're not allowed to use a needle on the big tikkun. It says, say oirig. It has to be 100% woven. But he says, that little bit at the end that went along all along the sleeve, the long sleeves, that part didn't need to be woven. That was able to be done with a needle. Now the Gemara discusses the three boxes in the oven which Betzalel built. The middle one was made of wood and was nine tfachim. The inner one was made of gold, eight tfachim. The outer one was ten tfachim plus a mashahu. The Brisa says that the outer one was eleven and a mashahu. So why are we saying here that it's ten? It's a machlekes whether there was a thickness of a tefach in the outer box or not. If there was, then it comes out to 11 tefachim. What did you need this extra tefach for? That was for the crown on top of the urin. As Rebbechanan tells us, there were three crowns in the, in the Beis HaMikdash. The one of the, on the Mizbeach, which Aaron Akoyin took as Kahuna. The one on the urin, which is up for taking. The one on the Shulchan, which was taken by Dovar HaMelech as Malchus. I would think that, oh, they, the urin's still available. Maybe it's worth less. No. The Torah is worth more than Malchus. The Pasuk says, Bim alochim yimaluchu. The Talmud HaChachamim would be Mamlech, the king. So he who makes the king is greater than the king. Rabbi Yechanan says that the Pasuk of Zer Zohov Saviv, that Lashon of Zer, can be read as Zir. If someone is Zeichet to learn Torah Lashma and to be Mekayimit, then it'll be a zir, a crown. But if not, it'll be zor, it'll be foreign to him. Rabbi Yechanan also says, we have a Pasuk that tells us, Vasisa the Choron eats. It also says, Vasisa Aaron Atzishitim. These two Pesukim teach us that a Tamachachon is supposed to be aided by his kehila in his work. The first Pasuk says that you should make the Aaron. The second one says, and they made the Aaron because they helped out in building it. And regarding the urn, it says, which should be coated inside and out. And Rava learns from here that every Tamachachim, who is not Toichai Kivaroi, his innards are not like his exteriors, it's not a real Tamachachim. And Bayi says, he's called a Tayeva. The Pasuk in Mishle says, Rabbi explains that the people who don't love Tamachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
He'll have a fiery chayim, but if not, he'll have a fiery miso. Someone who learns Torah betahara, or medes lad, yes, Hashem tahira, medes lad. What does that mean? Someone who gets married and then goes to learn Torah, he doesn't have any hirhurim roim. When the Pasuk says, idos Hashem ne'emono, that means that the Torah is witness to a person's hasmada, his limit Torah. Now back to the big day kahuna, the Gemara says, we have two psukim, Ma'asei Roikim and Ma'asei Choyshev. Why are they two different Lashonis? One sounds like drawing, Machshava, one is Roikim, which is weaving. Rebeliezer says that they would weave on top of the drawing, on top of the sketch. Rebbe learns a little differently. He says that there were two types of designs. They would embroider a design on top of the woven garment, that's roikim. Choyshev means that they would weave it originally with that double-faced image on both sides. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.